Hello, travel agents. Carolyn Orff here, and this week, KHM Today is taking a break so our team can enjoy time with their families for the holiday. But we thought it would be fun to bring you a bonus episode. Earlier this year, I was a guest on another series from KHM Travel Group, Travel Agent Tips. This is a YouTube series all about, you guessed it, tips for travel agents. It's hosted by my friend, co-worker, and fellow travel agent, Bill Coyle. We got together and talked about one of our favorite destinations, Hawaii. I hope you guys enjoy learning along with us. If you want to head over to our YouTube channel, you can see us all decked out in our Hawaiian shirts, as well as some stunning photos from Bill's own travels. We will be back with a full episode of KHM Today next week, and we'll be wrapping up our Agent Appreciation Month. So be sure to tune in, but until then, enjoy this episode of Travel Agent Tips. Aloha everyone, Bill Coyle here with more travel agent tips. As you can see, we're all things Hawaii today. I have my Hawaii shirt on from Hawaii and my Kakui nuts as well. I'm not a big live lay person, so I wear Kakui nuts instead of the live flowers. We're very fortunate to be here with Carolyn Orff, who manages our education team at KHM Travel, our host agency, and is the host of KHM Today, which you can see right here on our own YouTube channel. Thanks so much, Bill, for having me today. I'm excited to be here for my first travel agent tips to talk about one of my favorite destinations, Hawaii. All things Hawaii. Yes, yes. Absolutely spectacular. It's one of yours. It's one of my favorites as well. I've been going to and selling Hawaii for over 25 years. It's funny because multiple times throughout the year, people say, Bill, what's your favorite place you've been to? And out of all the places, I still go back to Hawaii. There is something about the sky, the sand, the water, the people, yes. and just the smells. That's what I always say when people say, well, what's the difference between Mexico or the Caribbean and Hawaii? To me, it's the smells. I agree with you. But it's the idea that says every vista that you have is absolutely spectacular. And have you been to every island? I have. Yeah. Yes. Well, there's eight total islands, and we as travel agents concentrate on four of those islands, right? Um, but I've been to six. So it, it's really cool to have experienced all of those. So how many times have you been to the islands? So I was uh, privileged enough as a child growing up that from about the time I was 13, we went every other year and spent two weeks at Christmas. Uh, one week on the island of Maui, one week on the island of Kauai. As an adult, I've been twice in the last 10 years. Uh, not often enough, but it is absolutely one of the most special places on this earth. I think the, the important factor about Hawaii is that we understand the culture and the history of Hawaii. And it's very important for us to understand that we're not going there uh, to sit on the beach and have beer. To be honest with you, it's let's get off the yeah. beach, let's experience the different um, elements of each island that we may go to um, and understand how important their culture is to them and how important we should make it to our clients as we're booking it. I don't know if you know this about me, but there was a time in my life where I actually was a hula dancer. Look, <laughs> surprise, you had no idea. But as we were learning the dances, every single movement yes. is a word and every single dance tells a story. And that's what I think is so beautiful about their culture is that you're, you're just doing a simple move and it means something super important to the culture. So it's so much more than just sitting on the beach. And that's what I love about their luau's. The genuine luau's will have the dancers come over, you know, the boys come over first, the girls come over and then they interact and every movement that they make tells a story. Right. 
So who is traveling? Who can we sell this destination to? You know, uh, Hawaii as a destination is often thought about for romance, right? The idea of our honeymooners. I like to say it's um, it's honeymoon, but there's sometimes our young clients cannot get away for that long or might not have that much to spend on their honeymoon. Right. So then we look at it as 10th or 25th anniversary. Right. And that's really where it hits home. But really, we have to consider that multi-generational or that opportunity to go if you haven't been somewhere in a long time and you just want to stay in the United States because, you know, no passport is required. So that saves a few dollars and you just want to experience it. I think what's been interesting is, is I recently had people with retirement trips. Like this is a big retirement trip for them and they've done an extended stay. And you just have to ask. The hotels are there and they yes. will. You just have to ask the question, is there an extended stay rate? And you know, and we're talking not like 10 days. I've had clients stay a month, oh two months. And it is a celebration of all of their hard work. And it is, it's incredible. So if you have those people that are reaching that point, offer this up as, as a celebration for their hard work. I think one of the important things too about some of the islands in Hawaii is that our tour operators do have some of those condo opportunities yes. where they don't necessarily have them in other destinations. It seems to be one destination where if that's what your client wants, you can a lot of times find a good fit for them. That is such um, a good point because then you're looking at that multi-generation. Right. What, how does that help them so much? Or that maybe extended stay that they're not looking for all the amenities on resort. Right. They don't need room service. They just want a great place to stay and they want to venture off. I love that. It's, yes. it's so good. And they have it on every island. How do we qualify our clients to find the right fit for the right island? Because each island is so different and again, tells a different story. It does. And I think um, there's always that idea, is it the first time, is it the second time, or the third time? And I think it's more, is it? are you looking for the adventure idea, or are you really looking for the relaxation idea? And often, when we think about relaxation, like we say, it's not just sitting on a beach all day long. It's just not a hectic go, go, go schedule. Mm -hmm. There's eight total islands. There's really four that we as travel agents concentrate on, Oahu, Kauai, Maui, and the big island of Hawaii. Uh, we often call Oahu the Big Island. Mm -hmm. Oahu is the main yeah. island. The Big Island is Hawaii um, for obvious purposes. So um, I, I think that I think that when we look at it and we find out how much time they have to spend in travel, in destination, we should consider the idea that they should always do Oahu. I feel Pearl Harbor is for every American to see. I think it's critical to see that. Do the full tour. I think it's critical from your hotel. It is a full eight-hour day, but it's so worth it to do that. So if we can spend two or three nights, maybe four, on Oahu, and then three to five nights on another island, we've really conquered that. Um, but when we're speaking about that, we really could define the adventure island of Kauai, right? Or the big island of Hawaii and the idea that they can go hiking or run a marathon on, on the big island where they can go kayaking on Kauai. Or when it comes to Maui, it's a little bit more relaxed, right? So I think the important thing is for our agents who are watching is to think about, understand, because we can't just talk about Hawaii as a destination. We have to break it down to those various islands and help them understand. So what other things should a travel agent take into consideration when qualifying their client to travel to Hawaii? The amount of time that they have to spend, is it really only a week? Could we stretch out that extra couple of nights because that's critical? We have to talk about budget 
factors and the airline situation because everyone says oh my gosh it's such a long flight so we tend to try to break it down for them into what that looks like if we can fly from the east coast to california in a four and a half hour range and then another four and a half or five hours over the water can they handle that so those are just some of the factors that we consider what would you recommend if your clients only have time to visit one island? Ah, the all too <laughs> where's important the, Where's question. the newbie island? Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because my first time in Maui, I was so impressed with it because it really wasn't commercialized the way that Oahu mm -hmm. was. But when I was there last year, I was a little bit sketchy on the fact that it has become commercialized. But... I would still say Maui because it gives you the idea that you can be on the beach, the most gorgeous beaches, yeah. uh, Ka'anapali, Wailea, they're all just spectacular, or you can have adventure, uh, mm -hmm. and you can have adventure, I should say. So Maui tends to be that island geared toward every type of client if they can only do one island. Right. That's the island I would pick too. <laughs> Let's talk about if you are, how often do you recommend island hopping? So, you know, when we put together packages as agents, um, it includes that island hopping factor, right? But there are times when people are there and they'll just maybe want to go for a day over. Over, It's really not expensive. It's maybe anywhere from $75 to $125 per person for that round trip flight to island hop. So it's really not drastic. Um, I. I would consider island hopping if I was on the island of Maui for maybe five days and I wanted to go over and do Volcanoes National Park on the big island for a day or just go to Pearl Harbor for the day. Um, but I think that two islands, maximum three, is probably within one trip the best way to do it. For how many days? Uh, nine. Okay. Nine nights, I think, is, is a good time for that. If we have two weeks, that's amazing because right. you can possibly take in that fourth island. But really, if you can do it in nine nights, you're going to be able to get two to three islands in. And we should know that for some destinations, for some hometowns, right, at least for Denver, you're looking at an overnight flight going back. Yes. So you actually have that added additional day. Yes. I call it the bonus day because you're not, you might be checking out at 11, but you're not leaving until eight o'clock that night. You have a whole extra so day. Yes. So I don't know about other cities, but at least for a lot of, of kind of the Midwest, well, not the Midwest, the West. Yes. That tends to be the case. Any West, and then we have the bonus. same thing on Delta going into Atlanta. You've got American going into Dallas on those later flights. United coming into Chicago. So yes, absolutely, that's true. You've yeah. got that whole bonus day. Awesome. Um, what are some tips you have for agents when they're planning their their clients' trip? Well, first of all, I think that it's critical that our agents become specialists. Right? If they want to go to GoHawaii.com, they can certainly look at that and become online specialists, but we always recommend the in-destination specialist program so that they truly understand the different heritages and cultures uh, on each island, the different aspects and elements of what clients can expect when they're there. Um, so I, I think the fact is that we want to learn as much about the islands in general um, and then put it together in a package for them. Use your favorite tour uh, supplier that you have. Go in there, do some practice itineraries, and then come up with the right itinerary that's going to match them. Because it's really not that difficult when you go in there and you look at all the different elements. You have the air, the transfers or car, the hotel. You might add in a couple of tours there, and then boom, it's put together for you. Um, one of the big questions that we always get when it comes to the island of Hawaii is the all-inclusive piece. Yes. there. You know, it's funny because... 
Mexico, the Caribbean, we always have those all-inclusives, but in Hawaii, we do not. And it's really a better scenario that we do not have all-inclusive because they uh, and we as travel agents want our clients to experience off-resort off mm -hmm. as much as possible. So really the big factor about selling Hawaii, when you package it up, you should always include breakfast mm -hmm. for the in the package. Well, and to be able to share some of that personal experience, the the acai bowl from this person and the yes. donut from over here and the banana bread from over here and the tacos and the Maui <laughs> ice cream is, is unbelievable. Huge. So to be able to write that in your know before you go just shows that, that client that Yes. You've knocked it out of the park. You know what you're talking about, and now it's up to them to just go and enjoy I it. I totally agree with you, and I learned something in the Malasadas Donuts from mm -hmm. the Big Island and Ono for Fish Tacos on Maui, and I love the craft breweries, just the little craft breweries on Kauai. There's just so many great things about each of them, and when you share those experiences with them, they think, oh my goodness, yeah, they do know. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you'll get someone say, where should I go for dinner? You know, that's a personal choice, right? Because if we said Mama's Fish House on right. Maui, we're at $125 per person. We don't even know if they can afford that. So we have to be steer clear of that. But really, it's just that idea that says, get in the car, get on the transfer, whatever the case is, and go experience it. Well, and I think you bring up a really good point that while the trip itself might hit your budget, maybe the top part of your budget, once you're there, there are tips and tricks Absolutely. to make it affordable. And that is a whole nother <laughs> session. Yes. But I think I think that's really important to know that yes, the food can be expensive, but there's absolutely ways on that island to decrease some of that cost and still enjoy inc the incredible culture, the incredible cuisine of the island. Um, at not $125 per season. Absolutely, I agree with you. And some of my experiences have been if I'm staying in Ka'anapali up in Maui, we spend most of our time in Lahaina, right? It's just mm -hmm. a great um, town that's right there on the water and there's so many affordable things to do. We've been to shows there for crying yeah. out loud. So, and they're very affordable, 30 or $50. I would say that when we're working with clients and we're looking at a eight to nine night um, trip and they all think, every 100% of the time my clients think it's gonna be $10,000 and you come in, you're at 50, 200 maybe to 5,000, uh, $5,500, $6,000, they're in shock, right? And then you have to let them know about the budget that they'll need for when they're there. But now you just look like, oh my gosh, you put it together for me in an affordable factor. Yes. And we can probably end on this, but so much of that is national parks. Yes. In Hawaii, so many national parks. So when you're talking about visiting, Pearl Harbor or Haleakala, yes. you can do that for $7. Absolutely. Or senior discounts or, senior or military discounts. discounts. You know, yes, there are tours, but you can also do it yes. on your own. Yes. And nothing beats Haleakala at sunrise. Yes, totally agree with you. And freezing, freezing weather. So. Oh my gosh, I, <laughs> I can't tell you how often I've been, even on the Big Island when you're doing Volcanoes National Park and you're coming around the bend, and it's the, the temperature difference sometimes is 20 or 30, 30 degrees just in, in one day. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So what other resources? We talked about Go Hawaii. Yes. Absolutely do it. What other resources are available to agents to help them sell this destination? You know, anytime that you can get to a, a seminar or a webinar or in destination, mm -hmm. I'll, I really, as much as I had done my training online, I didn't know what I didn't know until right. I experienced it. And when we go, you know some of the people from the islands and how they want to share their passion about their culture, their language, their food, and everything else that goes along with it. If you can get to the islands, I think that that's the best experience possible.
Well, thank you, Bill, for having me. Gosh, thank you for being here. I love that you've been there. You understand the your knowledge and your passion for the islands is very critical. I thank you all again for watching. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe to our channel. Thanks again. Mahalo! Mahalo.